Peter Peters is online. Zorb, good morning. Well, how'd you go in the cup, Zorb? Firstly, terrible, uh, yeah. terrible rain. No, uh, no joy there this year in the Melbourne Cup. But that's punting, isn't it? That it happens on again next year, and it punts on again today as well. But hey, Zorb, what do you make of the World Cup as we go to air at the moment? New Zealand have got their heads in front, so to speak, 2018, and they're attacking the Fijian line. The Fijians have been brave, but it looks like the Kiwis will come out on top in this quarterfinal, Zorb. Well, you know, it's, um, it's been a great effort by Fiji. Mm. I mean, to lead the number one late-ranked side in the World Cup after 62 minutes, um, you know, we always thought that the Kiwis would come over the top of them late, but it's been a magnificent effort by Fiji, and um, their young fullback. Um, Saruba, wow, plays at Penrith. He won't get the fullback spot, spot at Penrith. So I imagine there will be uh, a mad rush to get his signature. <coughs> Pardon me, in um, in the near future, he's a real a real star coming through. And and the oldest Fijian uh, on the field, uh, Kevin Naguama, looking like he's still got it. Has played brilliantly in this game, but Manu has been uh, been a star again for. Uh, uh, for New Zealand, but um, boy, going into um, the uh, the final part of this World Cup, Australia very clunky, New Zealand clunky, England are they the dark horse? They're certainly um, they haven't met any great opposition yet, but they're looking like a very good football side, mm. well coached by the veteran Shane uh, Shane Wayne Shane Wayne Shane Wayne, Wayne. Yeah. Sean Wayne Sean Wayne that's him and. Um, they're a very good side. So, you know, the World Cup, lots of interest. Um, uh, New Zealand now clearing out from uh, from Fiji and will get a clear margin in that game. So it, um, it's going to be very interesting. I don't know whether uh, whether or not Australia are playing well enough to win this, uh, win this World Cup. As you mentioned, Zorba, Jordan Rapiner has just scored in the corner. Uh, right on full time, so that will wrap up the Kiwis' victory and they will now go to Ellen Road, Leeds, to play Australia in the semi-finals. Now, Mitchell Moses, Zorba, if you had a couple of spare bucks in your right kick, where would you put that money in terms of his future? Well, Rob, it's very interesting. Mitchell Moses, he's got to decide whether he wants to play for a premiership opportunity or remain loyal to his teammates, coach and club at Parramatta. Um, If I was Moses, I reckon I might head to the Bulldogs. I think they're on the up. I think Parramatta have peaked with the side they've got, with the roster they've got. Um, It doesn't look as though it's going to improve to me. I believe there are better opportunities for a title, if he wants a title, or if he's just playing for money, uh, then he might stay. But Parramatta's window, I think, is shut again. Um, They've waited a long time. Again, I think they went over the top in the week leading up to the grand final. Mitchell Moses, for me, I think Gus Gould might grab him at the Bulldogs. Mm, interesting, yeah. Hey, um, so one of our listeners has texted in. This is Steve. If the Kiwis play like this against the Aussies in the semi-final, they'll get thumped. They looked slow. Well, they haven't played to the best of their ability, but we know what they're like, mm. and they've got a very big forward pack. I think there's a question mark about Australia's pack at the moment. 
And a lot of their players aren't playing well. Um, I don't think that, that we're in any crash-hot form. Uh, and I don't think we're in any certainties to beat New Zealand. I think we'll start favourites and we could win. But it wouldn't surprise me in the least mm. if the Kiwis beat us and went on to play England in the, uh, in the final of the World Cup. So we're going to really be on our game in this, uh, in this match coming up next weekend. Zorb, if I was to ask you, which coaches do you think are under the most pressure heading into 2023? Who would you say? Absolutely Adam O'Brien at, um, at Newcastle. He looks like he's going to blow a gasket every press conference he has. He doesn't seem to be the boss when it comes to Kalen Ponga. Now, we've all heard stories about Ponga and his family and his dad and everything else coming out of Newcastle. There's no secrets in rugby league and there's certainly no secrets in uh, in Newcastle. Um, where does Ponga want to play? Mm. Um, does he want to play 5-8? They seem to be wanting to move him there. Uh, does he want to stay at fullback? It seems as though he'll get what he wants. He's their marquee player. Um O'Brien, in every press conference, promises a lot but delivers little. Um, I think he's struggling. He was obviously a very, very good assistant coach, but we've seen so many times where the step up from assistant coach to head coach in the pressure cooker of the NRL is a completely different kettle of fish. Mm. He needs to win early games. I reckon after eight weeks... If they're closer to the bottom than the top eight, then um, he could be for the Evo. Mm. Uh, hey, Sorb, I know you want to have a quick word on players who are privileged to play the game you love so much. I do, I do, Ray. And a very disturbing story come across uh, came across me yesterday. Uh, I think playing NRL is a privilege and should be taken for granted. Players should remember they're only custodians of the jersey. They wear it for a, for a short time and somebody else takes over. A plus $600,000 season player was strolling through a shopping centre last Friday at East Gardens at Westfield at 3pm. He was approached by a 38, 40-year-old man who said... Um, could I get a selfie with you to send to my mum, who is a great fan of yours? The reply was, off, I'm busy. The curt reply and the player marched on with his mate smirking. Not good enough. The player's known for his short views, and I think that's a disgrace. That'd be the minority, though, wouldn't it, Saul? Like, I, I remember... It is right, yeah. but, you know, often the minority bring the other players down. Yeah, and which is um, unfortunate. I think in this case, that's, uh, that's just wrong. Yeah. It, 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 I know they get tested. I know it's, um, it's, it's sometimes difficult, but there's going to come a time when he's just going to be an old ex-player. Mm. And maybe people won't be so forthcoming in wanting to get a selfie with him. Um, maybe they're told not to in circumstances like that. I don't know. But 
I don't think it's good enough. It doesn't take um, much, but does on it? the other side of that, yeah. I want to give a cheerio to one of our great supporters on the weekend big sports breakfast, um, Ronnie Isaacs from Wentworthville. He's a Bulldog fan. He's been listening to the show. Never misses this segment with you guys and you guys right through the morning. Um, and um, it's good to know that um, we've got people out there that don't miss the show and um, and rely on it for some entertainment on a Sunday morning. So that's great. Yeah, no, a lot of people aren't getting at the races about the quiz, Dino. They're always on about the quiz. Hey, um, so That's because you uh, manipulate the rules. How do I do that? Well, I know. Butter wouldn't melt in your mouth, but I know the real story. That, that's I know the real Ray Thomas. Oh, you're kidding. Hey, quick um, question for you, um, Dino and Zorb. Hey, Bulldog Ray, Zorb, who's your best 17 for the Kangaroos now? Does Ben Hunt come back in and DCE drop out? Harry Grant looked quite slow in the ruck yesterday. Surely the, the Hunt-Grant rotation comes back. Any thoughts on the best 17? Zorb and Dino, that's from Jesse from Albion Park. Zorb, would you have Ben Hunt or DCE in there? I thought DC was impressive when he came off the bench, but Hunt is more your utility Play different bench roles, player. can't he? Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a specialist dummy half for a start. Um, and he's, he's, I mean, just look at his state of origin form. Um, outstanding. Form for St George, easily their best player. Um, he's been on the top of his game all year. Um, he's a ready-made number 14. DC is a specialist halfback. Um, and that that's where it ends, I think. Um, I thought I think DCE's handled the situation well. I mean, we've been talking about this for weeks and weeks and weeks. There was never any doubt that Nathan Cleary would. Um, I was going to say wear the number seven. He won't be wearing the number seven because of that stupid number system they've got over there, which is so confusing mm. to people who look for Cleary in seven and and and, and look for for uh, Harry Grant in nine and look for. Uh, well, he's got his number one, um, uh, our skipper, James Tedesco. But uh, look, for mine, Ben Hunt, and I think it's a no, 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 no bet. Yeah, fair enough on the bench, Zeno. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think there'll be too many changes. Uh, look, I think the guts of the side will stay the same. Um, I'm a bit surprised at the criticism at Nathan mm. for his first test match. He's world class and, yeah, social media at its worst, I think, just wanting to pick out certain players to, 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 to dump on and... I guess he sets such a high standard every time. He does. 